Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the iniquities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he who, in the name of charity and goodwill, shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness. For he is truly his brother's keeper and finder of lost children. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. And you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. Ladies and gentlemen, the Church of Laszlo has begun. Yeah, what's up? Yo, how are you? I'm great. Great. Glad to hear it. Uh, I feel like I've been with you all day. We have been together all yeah, day. Yeah, that's true. We have been. We had another Re- meeting. I made it to a 10.30 hey, meeting. We made it. Yeah, all of us we were, were here. We're here on time. It was something. You got here early, actually. Yeah. Because you texted me. I was like, you said, are you here yet? I was. I, I got forgot nervous. that I had to get up anyway. Oh, okay. I had to take Chacho to baseball camp. So he had to be there at 9. So I was like, well, worked out. usually I would just go home. Yeah. I was just driving around. Okay, so you just came straight here. Yeah, because yeah. if you go home, then you will probably fall asleep. Yeah, this play the show. Later. I'll be late. Yeah, it'll and it'll just suck having to leave again. It's like yeah. taking a nap, you know? Like, Why do this? Now I'm just tired again. But everyone was here. We made it on time. And, uh, you know, we just had one of these, I don't know, how long ago was that meeting that we talked about? Maybe like two weeks ago? Something mm-hmm. like that, where everybody came in? I didn't know that's what was going to happen today. It was, it was like right. the whole, all of our coworkers were there. And then... Uh, you know, it's you do the meeting, and then at the end, it's like the question and answer part. Yeah, and the I just I get uncomfortable in those situations, and I really want to leave. I, Me I, too. I disassociate. Especially when it starts to get combative. Yes, yes, and I'm in the front this time. We all sat in the front, which we normally wouldn't do. Yeah, and I'm like, oh no. And so now the people behind me who are talking, who are going back and forth with the people in front of me, and I, you know, at some point, I I whispered something, just and like I, stop. <laughs> I did do my best though. Try to derail it. Right, to get them off of that to get subject. off of the thing that we're arguing about. And let's get on to something. I don't even really care, to be honest with you. Right. But it feels like this could be a good question. Right. And then it'll get us back to that. Let's do that. And see, my instinct is just always don't ask any questions and look around and hope that no one else will. But I know well, they're going Nobody was getting to. involved in these, in these uh, aggravated debates. <laughs> right. I like know. they were just going back and forth. Between and I was like, people. all right, I got to jump in. Yes. It I'm need- like, to uh, shift gears here. <laughs> right. Can we in talk my head, about I'm like, else? I don't even really know what I want to shift gears about. Right. But 
I'm going to ad lib it here, and I thought I did a decent job. Like, yeah, yeah, but then they managed again to bring it back. I'm back where around, it was. and I'm like, all right, God, just, I'm going to try one more time. I just steer want, this ship I, in the right direction, boys. I'm such a corporate ass kisser too, which is part of the problem, and people have given me grief for that in the past. But it's like I'm sitting there. My both of our bosses are right in front of us. Yeah, and there's two boxes of Krispy Kreme donuts. I felt like that was very nice. I'm looking at those donuts. I want this thing to end. I had one when I came in. I'd like to have another one now that's over. I feel like they told you what they want you to do, right? Yeah. Like it or not, they're the bosses. They said, here's the deal. And they basically said, like, you know, uh, you need to do your job. And, you, and, right. and this is part of your job now. And you're like, okay, and some people don't like that. Right. And I'm thinking, if you want to have an argument, you know, could you go have it with them now, later? Also, now, yeah, you're right. Just and, like, and like that, why do I have to be a part of it? I don't also, want to be a part like, of it. Also, like, you know, there's a time to have an argument. Yes. You can have I, an argument, and I've had them before. I've seen you have them. And I'm like, I'm not doing Screaming. that. Right. Yes. I'm not. But when they call in everybody and make you sign a sheet that says that you're going to be here, exactly. now you either get on the train yes. or just get hit by it. You That's don't have, it. like, this isn't a... Well, F you, right. that's not the moment. The moment is like, hey, this is a big thing, and we're thinking maybe you should try this. I'm like, well, I'm thinking maybe you should try to shove it up your head. I'm not doing that. That's a debate to be had. Yeah. This one isn't. This is, here's the five things that you need to start doing. Yeah. And you're like, well, I don't like any of them, but uh, yes, sir. Right. Yes, man. Uh, exactly. That's it. Or you or go, I'm okay. like, yeah, well, I'll get I'm up done. and leave. Exactly. Don't even argue about it. You can be like, well, this is dumb. I don't like it, and I'm done with this. this I don't want to be here anymore. stupid and right. take the elevator down. Like, that's a... And also a fine option. Absolutely. I'd be like, hey, look at you. You know, you're a, a person <laughs> right. of principle there. Look at her go. She's getting on the elevator. Jay McGuire, who's with me? And exactly. Like, mm. And nobody comes. <laughs> right. And I would not come because I'm looking at those donuts. Well, and, I, and, I, and I also just don't want to make that change, whatever that is, wherever you're going, the unknown. Please, I will ride this train as long of as I course. can. Tell me what to do. What do you need me to do? What do you want me to do? I will do it. If, you know, if I'm capable of doing it, I, I don't care what it is, I will ride this train as long as I possibly can. And right. if you want to have the – every time you've had an argument, I'm guessing it was in a, a, a setting of basically an office, and it right. was probably you. I, I'm thinking of a couple specifics, uh, specific incidents, but – you, whoever the big boss was at the time, and right. sometimes maybe one of our other bosses could be there right. as an ally to you, or maybe not, right? right. So there's yeah. maybe like two or three people in there going right. back and forth. But when you're called in for like an all-staff thing, Mm-mm. and everybody's there, nope. that's just Settle not down. the place. <laughs> just come on. And also, the things that you're asking, um, these are things that you probably complained about for a long time, I'm guessing. you know, right. Some of the stuff I know you've probably been upset about for a long time. Do you, is there any part of you that thinks that what they're going to do right now is the boss is standing there and go, you know what? You're right. We've been hearing this for too long, yeah, and no. you're right, and we're going to do what you and think So we, we called this meeting. We put together a PowerPoint presentation. <laughs> we're trying to explain <laughs> right. this to you. But you know what? When you told us to go shove it up your ass, you made a good point. Yep, you're you right. You know what? I need you to go change the PowerPoint and put in this guy's <laughs> ideas. Like that, like, that ain't a thing. Right. And by the way, some of the people that we're arguing, I'm friends with, I respect, whatever, yes. but... It was just, for me, I can't handle those situations. But I'm also the person who, I can't ask a question. Like, if they said, if they had a meeting like that and said, we expect everyone to ask at least one question to show that you're engaged, mm. that would be very difficult for me. I would probably have to mm. choose from, you know, a list of questions that they gave as examples. Ask AI? <laughs> yes. I'd What's a good question I should ask? GPT do it for me. Exactly. And then also, and I guess we don't have to talk about this uh, on the air, I could probably ask you this later, but it seemed like there was some talk about emails and email etiquette, which we got an email about email etiquette a few days ago, or yeah. whenever that was. 
And I thought, are they, were people getting, are people like turning into slim fast in the building? Were they getting angry about reply alls and stuff like that? Like, well, I wonder what triggered this. They're like, you guys need to learn how to write an email and how to respond to an email. It may be that. I was thinking that like, oh no, I don't read any emails. Is that right? Is that I think that could responding? be it. I did think, man, you might be talking about me. It could be. Because they're just like, you know, hey, can you do this? I'm like, I don't. I don't. I don't respond. <laughs> right, and also like when I. Say, well, my problem is also I've had my email address for twenty years. Ex- me too. I get seventy-two thousand emails, and now we work for so many different people that I don't recognize the names. I'm being honest. No, so me it, it could come from like Carl. Right. And I'm like, who the hell's Carl? Like, he, Carl could work at Reebok or Odyssey. I have no idea. Exactly. And I we just scrolled through it. And we get emails from other clusters that we worked in, too, right, which yeah. I'm sure we could do something about, but we have We still so, do. We get so many emails. So I tell everyone that works in the building, if you email me and it's something you need, please text me and say I emailed yeah, text you. Me. And there, there people you know what we, we should do, Snowcone? I need you to do this. Get with our IT guy. Okay. And say, we just had a big thing about emails and all this other stuff. We need a personal email account for the three of us. Okay, that oh. only salespeople and our bosses okay. know oh, and that use. That would be like good. And you check it every morning. You can be like, "Hey, Slim, you got this okay. in the in uh, our. Bu- it's a business email for us three. That would Perfect. be good. That's yeah. Good. So the that three way, of us on this one email. We all know the if password. You the, of the show. Email it, there this you email. go. You emailed this. Okay. Excellent. I'll talk to him about it. Dude, there right. you go. That just solved the. Like 20 years worth of stress. I, right there. I, I thought about bringing it up in the meeting, but I was like, eh, oh, whatever. I'll just handle it later. Right, which is good. And uh, yeah, I'm sure some other people could probably benefit from that, but whatever. They can figure it out themselves. We don't need to talk about it at the meeting. You talked about it now. Boom. I yeah. like it. Because that's the thing, man. When someone says, anytime a boss starts a conversation with, did you see that email? I'm like, I get no. that feeling. I'm like, no, I'm, I didn't. I'm positive I didn't. And then you have to, a choice. It's like a fork in the road. You can pretend like you saw it. Right, you can go down that road and hope that they don't get into specifics, or you can be honest and say, "I didn't see that one," because you can't always say, "Didn't see it, didn't see yeah. it, didn't see it." Sometimes you have to play along and say, "Oh yeah, I did, I saw that, yeah." Uh, and they're like, "Well, what'd you think?" And they're like, "Hmm, oh, yeah, I'd have to go back maybe and and, and take a look at that." But yeah. I, yeah, because I do go through. Like you look at your email every day, don't you? At least once a day. Yeah, but I don't know what's in it. Right. So uh, do you just scroll through looking for something that might be important? Somebody yes. that, you, like a name you recognize, like yeah. you know, one of our bosses? Yeah, or, that's you know, all I do. That's what I'm looking for, too. And then the rest of it is all junk. And it's because, like you said, we've had the same email right. for so many years. So when they sent out that email saying you need to learn how to be a better emailer, I was like, oh, And God. our emails all come to the same place. Like, there's not a different one. Right. So, like, mine, I mean, not now I don't, you know, whatever. It's full anyway. But right. it's... Lazo at 965thebuzz.com. That, that still works. And so it, whatever we've changed that from, it still goes there. So mm-hmm. I just get, you know, whatever. Yep. Yep. And it's all because it's all been forwarded to that right. over. You know, so it can be written down several ways. Probably, I probably have four email addresses that all, like, that all go to, that. to the same place. Right. Yeah. So anyway, I don't know. Just the, the, the whole corporate thing, like sitting in those meetings, I just think to myself, as it's getting close to that q and I'm thinking, all right, guys. We can do this. No one ask a question, and mm-hmm. we'll be fine. But you know, and it, you know what? It's good that there's that was a meeting that you there. get up and say, "Yes, my captain, my captain." That's how I thought. And you can go back to your office and be like, this, "These people, are, I don't understand anything." <laughs> right. They're doing. You're allowed right. to do that in your yes. head, like, "My lord." Although, to be honest with you, they're not listening. I didn't think anything they said was crazy. 
I, I, I thought that actually the way they started the meeting, I thought, like, being honest, yeah. I was like, I kind of appreciate that. Yeah. You know? I thought they were fine. So I thought it was all right. I've been to much worse meetings yeah, than that for with sure. everybody involved. I thought it was fine. So. so, But, I mean, even if you didn't think it was fine, you're allowed to go back to your... Get in your car and be like, these people. Yeah, and, and I'm look, not doing any of that. <laughs> I think it's probably good that those people exist and that, they're, you know, not everyone is just falling in line all the time like I do. It's really good. It's just that in that moment, I think. Time, could you, time and a place. Exactly. Could you just not do it here, please? Time and a place. Exactly. You're not going to win that war. No, there's no battle to win here. This is this is this, there is no, this battle. Is no battle. This Mm-mm. is not a battle. Mm-mm. This is just instructions. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> right. Your commander. This is your general telling you yeah. how to go into battle. Here's the battle plan. This right. is, and you're either like, well, you can start throwing I'm in your army or I'm not. <laughs> right. That's it. I mean, and that is an option. You're like, yeah, I'm not in this army. You could leave. find a different army. Exactly. Not so dumb. <laughs> right. That's okay right. to say that, but right. you just like, not don't try to change the army right now. No. The Church of Laszlo. What's going on? Oh, you know, just uh, I'm still kind of following this submarine thing because it's still a big story. I don't know if you've seen any more about it. But, uh, dude, I'm starting to think that, you know, just based on what I'm reading, it seems like they got trapped down there, like in the in the wreckage, because now they're saying that they heard a a ping. And and at least the thing that I read, they made it sound like that ping could only have come from that submarine. Uh, now, I don't remember how long ago it was that they heard it, but they did hear this it. This morning, search crews racing against time to find that missing submersible. After the U.S. Coast Guard confirmed overnight that underwater noises have been detected in the area. The sonar buoys that found the noises part of a massive search effort that would face a challenging rescue. Very few vessels and instruments are able to work at such extreme ocean depth. So I don't know what any of that means, but it sounds like they've got these buoys out there that are, you know, are listening for something in the water and it heard this noise and the thing that i read that this guy was saying the only thing that could make that noise that deep in the water to communicate with these things would probably be the submersible the submarine okay so but they also said yesterday that they had 30 some hours of oxygen left right and so we'd be getting close i guess that would probably be yeah that'd probably be later by late tonight sometime this evening maybe like nine or ten o'clock if i don't know exactly what the math was but sometime tonight i would think but now they're sending these things down there which in my mind if they thought that they were down there, and, and you know they're hopeful that they're down there, obviously, I figured they would have been sending stuff down there immediately instead of just looking, you know, because it sounded like what they were doing is sending the Coast Guard out to check to see if they were right. somewhere floating in the water. But then I read that even if it floats to the top, this guy said that the way it's designed, Lazo, it comes up to the top, but it doesn't actually come out of the water. It just floats right there. Oh, right. So, so I can't see it. Right, so what good would that do? I don't understand at all. And this other guy, he was talking about um, what the, the, the submarine is made of. And, I mean, he made it sound like it, – it's interesting because this thing, you know, $250,000 a ticket. He said it's the size of a minivan. And we all heard the thing about the, the game controller, Xbox controller, whatever it is, controlling this thing. And there's video of that. But this guy was making it sound like the whole thing is just kind of pieced together. Inside, the sub has about as much room as a minivan. We only have one button. That's it. It should be like an elevator. You know, it shouldn't take a lot of skill. The Titan is the only five-person sub in the world that can reach titanic depths. That's crazy, right? 2.4 miles below the sea. And yet, I couldn't help noticing how many pieces of this sub seemed improvised. I got these from Camper World. We run the whole thing with this game controller. (laughs) Come on! 
It seems like this submersible has some elements of MacGyver-y jerry-riggedness. The mm. pressure vessel is not macgyver at all because that's where we work with Boeing and NASA and the University of Washington. Everything else can fail. Your thrusters can go, your lights can go, you're still going to be safe. How? But how? Mm. And then when you point at something and go, I got that at Camper World. You know, it just doesn't have not a lot of confidence being instilled there in that moment. And now, because I thought for sure when I started actually reading about this yesterday morning, I thought, okay, so th- something horrible happened. These people have probably died. And then you read the what that uh, French guy said who was in the submarine that he had said before the trip, you know, maybe a couple of years ago even, that if an accident happens, it'd be so quick, you would die before you even knew that there was a problem. So I'm thinking, all right, that's probably what happened. But now, the more that I read about this and the more I'm following this search stuff, it seems like maybe they got trapped down there because they knew, Lazo, that this was a huge risk. And it had been talked about many times, apparently, amongst these people who, who worked on this uh, submersible. Is that if, you, if we get caught down there in the wreckage, it would be catastrophic. Right. So this is something that they've been talking about. And so now it's, it's starting to seem like that's what happened. If that's what happened, I just want you to imagine, which I know neither one of us would volunteer to get on this thing no. anyway. But imagine that... I don't know. For somehow you got talked into it. It's your kid's dream. All he ever wanted to do was go look at the Titanic with you in this submarine where you got free tickets. I don't know some way that you could get talked into okay. it. There's probably no way you could get talked into it. I'm trying to bring your kids into it because that's the only possibility right. I can think. Like they desperately wanted you to do it for There's some reason. Giant Titanic, huge Titanic fans. fans. Yeah, just wanted to see the wreckage. It's their dream. But somehow maybe you get roped into that. And then imagine you get down there. You're looking around at the Titanic. Everything's going smoothly, and then it's like. Wah, wah. And you notice that the submarine's not moving anymore. And after a while, I'm guessing the guy at the controls is starting to show some signs of anxiety and panic. He's trying to radio to the top. They can't hear him. And what if it's because they're inside the ship and it's blocking their Mm. signal, right? So then that would mean that they've been sitting there this entire time. They could be alive just sitting in that thing this entire time. And knowing that their air is going to run out, but not knowing when, actually. And, right, and not knowing if anyone's... I mean, they got to know that they're looking, but wondering if I'm a passenger on that thing, I'm for sure thinking that the Coast Guard or the Navy or someone is sending a submarine or something. But then even if they do send something down there, what do they do? They just try and knock you loose from the wreckage? Do they yeah. try and push you out of it? If this is the only vessel... I said they said it's the only five person vessel. Obviously, there's other things that can do sure. it. James Cameron had his stuff. By the way, where's he? I honestly thought that he might show up. You mentioned but I don't, Musk. you know when I was in the Navy, that doesn't matter. But this is we, I was on a minesweeper, and there'd be mines in the water, right? Yeah. And we had this thing. I, I don't know what it was called. I, I don't remember. Anyways, I knew then. It was like a you know it was a. Uh, no wireless controlled thing. They had a name for it, and it would go down in the ocean. Some oh, kind it was a of sub- drone. Yeah, but it was like a big a sub- submersible. It was, yeah, it was okay. big, and it would you know send back a video feed. Okay, and they could look and say like, oh, there's a mine there. Yeah. Oh, there, and this thing could go as far down as it wanted. Why aren't they sending those? That's down? That's what I'm okay. Like so they, I know they have them. That's because interesting. I've seen them. I would assume that they had them, but I guess right. I don't know. But you're saying they had them when you were there. They years and years now. and years ago. Right. So they I mean, got to have them technology. with better technology now. But they had these things that were silent, and so they wouldn't set off mines. They weren't metal. Yeah. Because some mines are magnetic. So, right. I mean, they had it all figured out. Yeah. Wasn't your ship wooden? Yeah. Right. So, so some mines are some mines are like uh, they're anchored. Yeah. Right. And they're so when you come by and you just hit them, boom. Mm-hmm. Other mines are like noise and vibration. They're set off by that. Okay. And then other ones are set off by metal. How the hell do they set those things up? I've always wondered. You see them in the movies. I know that you are on a mine sweeping ship, but when I see those 
mines and they're they've got those you know they're anchored down and they're, they're just bringing a ship out there to do it. So, like, so they just drop them and they land. Directly just put them out in the water so yeah. that if you came over there, then you, your ship would get hit by a mine. It's, it's so crazy. Well. Yeah, so in my mind, I would just think that the Navy, maybe this company, James Cameron, someone's someone got has that the technology, technology to yeah. send down there and see where they're st- if they're stuck in the Titanic. Right. I know they do, and it takes two hours to get down there. So my question is, why has probably nothing wouldn't been take down a machine there? That long? That's true. It probably it takes take two long. hours longer because you know your pressurization. Head would explode or whatever, yeah, that's true. Right? That's true. The machine could just go down there. They said uh, rescuers looking for the Ocean Gate submersible lost off the coast of Cape Cod are waiting on a French robot. Capable of diving 20,000 feet deep. The salvage system is supposed to arrive sometime Wednesday evening, though there's still no hint that rescuers have pinpointed the exact location of the missing Titanic tourist sub. So we're waiting on a French robot capable of going down there, and it can't get there until tonight. Dude, this has been going on now for three days or whatever, right? Two full days. We were talking about it uh, yesterday. You would think that yesterday that's when all these people would be offering help. I hadn't thought about it, but when you said Elon Musk yesterday, it made me think. It is weird that Elon Musk or other people like him haven't started saying, hey, we're going, we're going to help, we're sending people right now. So instead, they're waiting on this. And maybe, look, maybe the Navy says we're not going to risk something. It's I don't know. Maybe they say that's not our job. It is it is the Coast Guard's job. But they're always assume. out there doing, right? at least when we were there, we'd be doing like, I know somebody said that Johnny in the morning interviewed somebody, and they said it takes weeks to get that stuff ready. I don't know what they do anymore, but we would go out in the ocean once or twice a week to test this stuff out. Right. That's like what we they're doing all the time, We were always doing right? training. Like, always doing training. That thing wasn't, like, put away. <laughs> right. It was always there, and we were always doing something with it. Yeah, and I just assumed that all the, you know, the Navy, we're not at war currently, but that doesn't mean that... The, the Navy has just docked all their ships and everyone's sitting at right. home. They're out in the ocean. They're training. They're, training. they're doing exercises, whatever. Training. I guarantee yeah. you there's minesweepers out there doing training right this very minute. It's crazy to me when I saw this that they said <coughs> they're waiting on this French robot. Nothing against the French, but I just thought it was weird that they're like, oh, this is the thing we can get. We can get it Wednesday evening, and uh, you know France is going to send it over. That, by the way, I don't know if these people who got on this submersible, they knew the risk. They, I yeah, they, they, they had to sign these contracts saying that you could easily die doing this, you know, blah, blah, blah. So maybe they knew about this. But I, I just wonder if, if they actually thought about uh, the scenario where they get stuck down there, which apparently the people who put this thing together, this company, they know that that's a risk because it's been right. talked about in the past. So as a passenger, if you knew that that was a possibility, I got to think that you would assume that, well, if we get stuck, they're going to have to send someone down there to get us out. Right. You don't think... There's no, there's no one that they can send. There's nothing they can send in time, even though we'd have three days' worth of oxygen or whatever it was. I mean, that is crazy just sitting in that thing, Lazlo. I, no, I, it suck. I, I'm going to have nightmares about it. Well, I, you're never going to get in one, so don't worry about I it. I know, but, man. Why would you have nightmares about it? That's just, I You're do. not going to get in one. Well, that, that's what I'm saying. I'm not scared of it. I mean, it's a scary thought, but you don't have nightmares about stuff that you've never done, something bad happening, you're trapped in something? And that's well, no, it's like a lot people of my... saying, like, when they get scared at Jaws. I'm like, what are you doing? We're in a movie theater. There's no water around us. There's really no reason for you to be scared right now. Right, no. Like, the people in the movie should be really scared. That's a big shark. Yeah, I get that. Right? But I don't, I don't get scared. I'm like, I'm not scared of this death trap submarine because I'm never going to get in a death trap submarine. Sure, okay, but the thought of it sounds horrible. The thought of it sounds horrible, And then yes. sometimes maybe so that doesn't scare you, but you never have nightmares like that where something, one of your worst fears is happening to you in your dream. It happens to me all the time. I'll hmm. wake up like just like a little kid. A little I'm more realistic, screaming. like this could happen. 
Yeah. Okay. But you're saying this couldn't happen because you wouldn't get it on that ship. Could not happen. Yeah. It's an impossibility. It's yeah. literally impossible. In my dreams, I never know how I got there. It's not like I go through the process of buying the ticket. And get, it's just I end up in this spot. And especially, I think the, the claustrophobia nightmares are the worst. That's right. I do like Poncho on our Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash Church Lazo. They should have had heavy sedatives. Absolutely. And the captain should be like, yo, take these. Take a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Or, or Everybody go to sleep. Cyanide or something. Yeah, I don't know. Well, yeah. not even, maybe not even death, but you're going to sleep through this. And then if you don't wake up, you don't wake up. Yeah. But it's going to put you to sleep for about... 62 hours. Yeah, that you know, because if you do die of hypoxia, I guess I'd probably be a better death than cyanide. Right, sure. So, you know, at least from what you hear, like when pilots yeah, die from it, they just get suddenly a little dizzy, and next thing you know, they've passed out, and then that's it. Okay, so would you rather, I think I asked you this yesterday, or I asked Snowcone this yesterday, but would you rather, if you had to, there's some scenario, some make-believe scenario where you had to choose, you either get on Jeff Bezos' rocket and go to space, mm-hmm. or you get on one of these submersibles, which has done this trip like 35, 45 times before, and go down there and look at the Titanic Space. and go back. You take the rocket? Yeah. Especially, you know, hindsight being twenty twenty. Right. Of course. Now because now I'm like, well, no, I didn't realize you could just sit down there for a week and not come up. At least with a rocket, I feel like it's going to explode and we all die quickly, or mm. it's just going to come down and not land. We're going to smash on the ground and die. Right. The timing of that is not astronomical. Exactly. The timing of this is just horrifying. Yep. So, yeah, put me in a rocket. Worst case scenario is so much worse, which I would have never thought about if you asked me a week ago. I would have said, yeah, put me on that stupid submarine, I guess. I'll go down there and look at it. But now knowing, this is why, you know, I was scared to fly for a long time. And people would talk about the landing and the takeoff being the most dangerous part. I was never scared of the landing and the takeoff because we were close to the ground. It wasn't a fear of dying. It wasn't a fear of crashing the plane and dying. That wasn't really my fear. The fear was being 30,000 feet in the air and something going wrong then, and it takes 45 minutes of people screaming. You know, it's that time. Mm-hmm. So when you're, when you're coming in, it's like you said, in the rocket, if it blows up, it blows up. Right. If you crash when you land, you crash when you land. I'm not, I was never scared of that part. It's the, right. what if I just get trapped in this thing, which is probably really just claustrophobia. Right, and going down on a plane can't be nice, but it is no. fairly quick. Quick, right. But fairly you know, quick. Fairly you know? quick. Ho- probably. Hopefully, you know, the, you know, know, if about. the pilot can't save it, then hopefully he's not good at all. Exactly. And doesn't try. Right, <laughs> just, just nosedive it at this right. point. Well, Make I don't sure. need for him to be as a you know, drunk Denzel Washington. Denzel Washington, kind of exactly. Save it. Like, no. Well, damn, man. Don't do that. Some of us died, some of us didn't, but you're so good drunk that you... Yeah, no. Like, if you're bad, just just nosedive it in. Don't be trying anything you weren't trained to do. Exactly. The Church of Lazarus. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. So I got a question for you. Do your kids have, like, uh, attention span issues? Sure. Because, like, you know, they're doing these polls and they were talking to the, you know, Gen Z, millennials, um, mm. Gen Xers. And this thing was talking about live sports, but I've you know we've heard for a long time now that kids have they want snappy, short, quick content. Sure. At some point, TikTok beat like all the streaming services with a certain age group for the amount of media consumed in a week or how much okay. screen time or whatever. You know, it was beating Netflix and uh, and the other streaming. It might have even been like combined that it beat them with certain generations. It, you know, young people who were on TikTok all the time, which apparently is a lot of them. Sure. I don't know if it's most of them, but it seems like it's a lot of them. So I'd never thought about this, but they were talking about live sports. And trying to figure out, because I guess they're worried that the younger generation won't sit and watch a live game. And on it, TV? On TV. And what they were saying was, so not only do the majority of Gen Zers get their information from their phone and get media from the phone, they also get the majority of their sports from social media. So they watch highlights sure. on social media, Instagram, TikTok, whatever. We all used to do that. You know, Devin and ESPN. Yeah, and I, I look at highlights. I mean, I follow a couple of baseball things, probably stuff you told me to follow. Yeah, but even before all this, it was, you know, that's what made ESPN famous. I didn't yeah. have to watch all the games. I could just watch, you know. What was that show called? 25 Minutes of Highlights. Yeah. And then, Wonderful you know, World of Sports? No, no, just ESPN. It was just a, a nightly show on ESPN. Okay. Okay. And, and, yeah, I mean, you know, that's not a, a new thing. I get what you're saying for the right. highlights. But you still had your teams, and that was kind of a good way to keep up with other teams, too, because you're probably not going to sit and sure. watch those games, or maybe you couldn't sit and watch those games. But they're saying that now kids, basically your son's age, are unlikely to want to sit and watch an entire live sports game, which is just kind of crazy because I'm not even a big sports person, but even I will watch an entire live sports understand. game. Like, I really don't understand. So what I, are they I, doing? It said that they so like my kids will sit and watch an entire sports game, but that doesn't mean they put down their phone and don't look at TikTok at the same time, right? I don't know that they're. I don't understand, right? Like why? Why won't they watch an entire like the Chiefs are on or the? I mean, if we could watch the Royals, the Royals are on, right? Right. So you're sitting down and they're watching a game, and then I see them scrolling, and then you know they'll put it down, watch it again. Like it's not. I don't understand. They're multitasking right maybe that that can get annoying to me if i'm like you've got to watch this movie right like, yes. okay we'll watch it i'm like it's you have to pay attention like, Godfather, man. <laughs> you have to pay attention why are you watching tiktok yeah. you know mm-hmm. i get irrationally annoyed at that that drives so me I did, nuts so yeah. i just i don't do it but when they're on their phone watching a movie anybody really if you're yeah, like hey too. you gotta watch this movie and i'm like drives me i'm insane. like god damn it and then when they ask questions well even if they don't ask questions i'm like you, you, you would like this movie you don't want to have to be like hey look right now like look at this right. part yeah this, this is a big important. part right. you don't have to do that every five minutes it's mm-hmm. so goddamn annoying right. yeah but yeah. i mean with a baseball game it's easy yeah and well, I, you know everyone would scroll like whatever you'll hear the crack of a bat you'll hear the announcer you look up i'm guessing that by the way they ask these questions for this poll that if your kids sit down and have the game on from beginning to end even if they're on tiktok you know sporadically or the whole time that they would still count that because they sat down with the intention of watching the game it seems like they would count that but they said that the love of live sports love for live sports 
has started to dwindle, and it started to dwindle a lot, especially with Gen Z. Hmm. So 74% of them get most of their sports content from social media, okay? 65% of millennials uh, get their sports content from social media. But when they talked about live sports, they say, here, it seems to be dying out amongst younger generations. Only 58% of Gen Zers say they enjoy watching live sports. Hmm. So I don't even know if that means that you have to watch the full game. They say sitting down to watch the full game live could become a rare occurrence as the younger generation of viewers demand short-form, snappy content with younger viewers favoring watching highlights and uh, opting to watch a game after it aired so that they can just see the highlights on you know whatever social media right. platform. That's why I wondered, does your kid ever say, I'll just watch the highlights later? I don't want to watch the game. I'll just watch the highlights later. I just thought that... No, well, not really. Okay, because you're a sports fan. But they right? are doing other stuff while it's on. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah, I mean, I saw. I mean, and it's all, it's all the time. Like, if we're playing a video game and it's not their turn, they're looking at something else. I yeah. mean, it doesn't bother me, but it's, you know, there has to be a constant attention to something. Yes. Right? Like, it has, there has to be something. Something new and something right. quick. And then move Some on to the next Some sort of new thing. content they're getting. Yep. You know, so and, I get it. But I, I would just imagine that people would watch the Chiefs games. And me stuff. too. And I would think that's for Gen X and... Baby boomers and exactly. whoever now has a phone, I think, scrolls through social media while a game's on. Yes, of course. I like, think I think everybody, I like in my head, I think everybody does. You're right. looking for what people are saying about the game, too, if you're watching it. Of course. But if they're saying that whatever it is now, uh, you know, 40% or whatever of kids, Gen Z kids, uh, are saying, I don't want to turn the game, the live game on. There's no reason to turn the live game on. I'll figure out what happened later by watching highlights. That would be crazy to me if that's, what's, I mean, that's what they're saying is happening. And right. I just find it hard to believe. You are in a big sports household. Your sons yeah. love sports. You love sports. So obviously, it's a, a little bit biased. But you still watch live games. I am not in a sports household, and I'm not a big sports guy. What, Snowcone, would you say you and I are like equal, probably, when it comes to... Our like so. of sports you might be a little more, but we're, we're basically equal. well. But I think it evens out because you like KU basketball, which I know nothing about. That's true, right? So I That's feel like I think, you, I think we're equal. You know quite a bit about. The Chiefs, at least, and eh, the NFL. I think as much as you. Well, that's but okay. So, I think we're equal. So that's the thing. We're not sports people, but no. still, you want to watch the game on Sunday. Yeah, absolutely. Right? I mean, it's like a. I get excited about it. Like, Same. oh, they, I since I was Chiefs a kid, games, right? Yeah. The game's going to be on. If I could watch the Royals game when I get home, I would turn it on. You know, right. and if someone yes, said, please, please turn this off, okay, yeah, of that's course. fine. If you got something else you want to watch, but my default will just be to turn that on. Yes, I am going to be on my phone scrolling, doing other things, having conversations, but I would still turn the game on. It's crazy to me to, to think that this new generation would say, yeah, we're not into that. We don't, even, we don't want to turn the game on. We'll just get the highlights later. So I just wondered if your kids get excited about, like during the you know, NFL season, during football yeah. season, do they get excited, like turn the game on, and they want it on? Yeah. Or are they just watching it because you want to have it on? No, they'll watch, you know, I think, uh, yeah. Not they're into too it. much. I think the younger ones, certainly football is like, you know, hey, let's watch this game. Yeah. Uh, and the older one, baseball, for sure. I mean... They can both watch both of them, but I think one's ex- more excited for baseball and one's more excited for football. But that being said, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Yeah, they can sit down and watch an entire game. Well, am I, okay, so Detroit, this would be good. Maybe you could teach something. Because growing up in Kansas City, uh, I, you know, the love for the Chiefs has always been pretty damn mm-hmm. strong. And so even if you're not a sports fan at all, like, it, you know... Um, I've dated people don't like sports at all, but they want to. They'll watch the Chiefs, right? And well, so community. I just thought, yeah, I just thought that football was so popular in this country that even if you're not into sports, it's like the Super Bowl, right? I mean, how many people watch that? 150 yeah, right, million sure. or whatever it is. 
So I didn't know, is that because I'm in a bubble and we just really like football here? Or is if I was in Detroit, would it be the same way? If I grew up in Detroit, do you still you want to turn the game on even though the team's you know lousy this year or whatever? Is it still a big deal? Well, yeah. Because you've got other That's things. A big deal. Got Maybe not as a baseball. big a deal here, though. Really? Okay. Just like people take family photos and Jesus. jerseys. Yeah. It's like, I don't yeah. know that I saw a lot of that. Okay. Like, it's a little bit, it's more here. Yeah. Okay. And I'm not saying, I think everybody that I knew, if you walked over to their house, the Lions game would be on. Okay. Right? That, that's but what it I wasn't wondered. like, then we're going to go get our JCPenney photos. <laughs> right, with our Dressed cheap. as Travis Kelsey. Like, okay, I, like, I'm a sports fan, but you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, that's, there might be a little bit more here. I don't know why in my mind, if, if someone from Detroit was going to do that, I would think they'd be in a Red Wings jersey. Yeah, probably. I don't know why like, that, that is. is probably so, like, true. hockey fans, I could see them taking a family photo. Hockey is just basically soccer. Okay. it's Yeah, you've said that. It's There's like a uh, lower extension. amount of people, but then they gain their identity through it. Yeah. Right? So, like, it, it's really important to them. Okay. I guess I just thought if you lived in a town where you had a team... And, and, you know, a lot of places, parts of the country, they're more into college football because that's what they've sure. got is their college team. But who, whatever your team is, I just assumed that when the game was on, there's a good chance that the majority of people are going to be very interested to at least somewhat interested in having the game on. It, it kind of transcends, like, you don't have to be a big yeah. sports fan no, that's true. To, to watch sports. You know what I mean? Yeah, but how many people were, like, we're saying, oh, people wouldn't sit down and watch the whole thing. I don't know that a ton of people if the Lions game is on, or maybe the Chiefs is different, that are just staring at the TV. Really? Or if they're out, you know, walking around the living room doing other stuff, yeah. right? Like, they weren't on their phones, but were they, you know... Right, that's what I'm asking. I didn't know. Planting flowers and walking back, you know, the game's on, but it's not... Yeah. You know, I'm not so attentive to it that I can't do anything else. And I mean, the team, you know, the team's had... Bad seasons, right? Sure. So it, it, I'm sure that that impacts it. I mean, when the Chiefs were really of bad course. for a couple of years, I know things probably changed. The thing is, though, I still wanted to watch the game. Well, we know week. that I, by the business that we do. So we know that – I should, probably shouldn't be saying this for people get mad. At least I seem to be able to, in my head, extrapolate this theory, and that is when the Chiefs aren't great, mm-hmm. the radio ratings go up. Mm. When the Chiefs are great, the TV ratings go up. Why mm. is that? That makes sense. Because if they're not great, you're like, well, the Chiefs are on. I want to know Depot. what's going on, but I also need to run to Home Depot, and i got to take my kid to this. So I just have the game on the radio. It's fine, right? Okay. Yeah, I know that makes that, sense. But if you're like, man, these guys are 7-0, and we're going to go. like it, Now it's appointment watching. Yeah. Right? Yeah, absolutely. And the NFL specifically... So we know that that depending on how good they do depends on how attentive people are to the game. Right. And the way the NFL brought... I mean, they do such a good job with their broadcast. I can hear my boss just yelling. Like, for giving up say for, for saying Why that? would you say that? Yeah, you already got in trouble once, right? For some, sending somebody something else. We were just talking about it. Now they're going to be mad at you for giving out yeah. some sort of secrets. Why would they be mad about that? It's just a theory. And it also makes sense. I'm sure there's a lot of people listening that would say, yeah, that's what I do. You know, right. I'm more likely to make a run. And that's true. You know what? When Tyler Palco was hanging out, I'm more sure likely, I um, went outside more often and did stuff. You you're know? like, hey, have the pizza guy deliver the pizza. You're like, <laughs> right. I'll go pick it I'll up. I'll go pick it up. Right. Exactly. But still, I will turn it on. I w- there's still right. some sport. It's usually football, I think, just judged by you know, the ratings and the numbers in this country, that even if it's just a Sunday night game. 
it, it, it's reality TV. It's, it's like the it's best reality, the best TV. reality TV we have left. Exactly, it's awesome because it's actually real. And they've got these broadcasters that are the best, you know, in, in the world that make it entertaining. You don't have to be a big sports fan. So the thought of uh, uh, young people not wanting to watch sports on TV, I, I don't, I'm not buying it. I, maybe they don't want to right now. Yeah, but I don't. I, I'm not. I don't think they should be worried. I gotta think. I just don't think that number is probably any higher. Like if you're a sports fan. And you are actually seeking out highlights of games. Right. Then I'm guessing there are games that you want to see. Like, exactly. Live. I can see if they just said, you know, 58% and, you know, there's less sports fans in general. Okay, maybe that's true. I have no idea. I don't have any study to tell. Maybe, you know, the greatest generation love baseball. A lot more people watch. Okay. But to say that. I guess the correlation they're trying to make is that people are going to stop watching sports because they're only going to watch the highlights. That makes me think a sports fan would still want to see, he may not have to see every game, yeah. but he's going to want to see the games that matter to him or her. Right, exactly. You're obviously into sports. And, and, but the number's been going down, so they say 77% of boomers like to watch live sports. Mm-hmm. If they want, you know, they prefer to watch it live. 62% of Gen X... Okay, and then it's fifty eight percent of Gen Z. So they're saying this is a trend, but I'm saying, is there does that sh- show up in the ratings? Because I think it's one thing to say it in a poll, or maybe you're multitasking and you're on your phone or whatever. Right. God, man, I, I got to think that live sports aren't going to suffer I, because I of short attention that's spans. A, I mean, right? I, if I'm a TV executive and that's true, then we're in trouble. Because exactly. the only thing saving TV right now is live sports. That's what I'm saying. That's the right. one thing that, that you know is going to be good. To, right. It's, it's live. It's happening as we speak. I can't tape it. If I do tape it, I'm already going to know the goddamn yep. answers. Exactly. Right? And it's, it's live. So, and it's and I think TV. that's it. Right. Exactly. I'm with, that's what I was trying to say this whole time, I think, is that it transcends all this because it is... It's really good TV. Because right. everything else I can watch when I want to watch it. Yes. But if TikTok keeps kids from watching live sports, then, and I was a parent, then I might be worried. At that point, I might be like, you know what? Sit down. I'm t- take your phone away game. and watch the goddamn game with me. Yes. I think if I can look at my kids and I, you know, look, it's a, you know, a, a group of two. Yeah. Right. Uh, a focus group of two. Uh, they scroll on their phones while they're watching a yeah. game or anything else. It'd be a movie they're scrolling on their phones. We probably do, too. Not as much. I know. I, do. I, I put my phone down I do all the time. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, like, Brooke's sister does that a lot. You know, yeah, I do phone watching movies. I'm always whatever. scrolling through it. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. And your sons, do you notice any difference between the older and the younger? Like, is one on the phone more than no. the other since he's closer? No, it's the same. Mm-mm. And they're, they're consuming basically the same content, right? Yeah, I think so. It's mostly TikTok and then social media. And, and texting with the friends. And texting with friends, right. As, as long as the game is on. Yeah, they're watching it. If something happens, they're like, oh. Cool. I just wouldn't want my kids to miss out on that feeling of, you know, how great it is when your team is on TV, especially when your team is on national TV, like right. on a Sunday night or whatever. I would want my kids to share at least some of that excitement because, right. like I said, again, you don't have to be a big sports fan to get excited. I think they do. Okay. Good. I, I'm not worried about it quite yet. I, I don't. I think this is could be misleading, and it could also be misleading the way the questions were asked. Yes, you're on your phone and saying you prefer to watch sports. Uh, on your phone. Well, no, no, maybe it could be a thing, you know, like uh, everything else. Like, maybe it's not on my phone. Like, they're saying, well, I don't know. They're saying, oh, they're not watching the game because they're on the phone. Right. That's Well, let's, you know, is that correlation, causation, causation? But maybe if you ask my kids, like, would you sit down and watch a baseball game? Maybe if you just asked them, they'd say no. Mm-hmm. 
Because the Royals aren't on that. It's not watchable. Right. Like, so there's a lot of other factors that need to be. Right. Like, right now, would you sit down and watch a sporting event live in its entirety? I think both of their answers would be. My oldest would be yes, because he'd watch a Mariners game. My youngest would be like, not the whole thing. Right. But his team's not on. Right. I think that's fair. I'd probably watch four or five innings of the Padres. Right, that's right? fair. That's who he likes now. Yes. Well, and I don't feel the need to watch it from the first inning. No, and maybe he accidentally turns on and does end up sitting right, through the yeah. whole game. Yeah, but that to say happen. you want to sit down and do this. Right, I think your team has to be watchable. Yes, I, that, and that makes sense, and that's why I asked about the right. Lions, you know, in Detroit. Right. You have all the competition up there with the other teams, but I just, well, I don't believe football it. season, if you asked him, are you going to sit down and watch your team that's, play? He'd be like, yes, That's of what I'm saying. And my oldest could be like, meh, but maybe not. Really? Uh, like I don't think he'd sit down and watch. I don't think he'd be like, yeah, let's sit down and watch the Chiefs. No, really, not my oldest. Oh man, interesting. But what? What about the Seahawks if they're on? Yeah. Oh, but just just kind of like yeah, yeah watch yeah, it. But watch it's it. not. They're it on. doesn't have that excitement that it's baseball oh. for one and football for the other. Okay, but it's just because they're. Into but the they watch them both. Yeah. But you yeah. know, one's certainly more passionate. Like, all right, this is about to start. I got to watch this. Yeah. Okay, I just think if, like you said, I agree with what you were saying about the the phones and what does it mean exactly. If they if they ended this with hey we looked at this we got all these numbers and then you can see the TV ratings going down mm-hmm. then I'd say okay well you're onto something but I don't believe that that's happening I've not no, heard anything no. about the ratings going down I do not want football to go away because it's not going because away. Gen Z doesn't like it that would make it's me really angry away. when millennials are all old even if they're saying it's down four percent you know what that difference is between that and everything that's else true. on TV they're still making six right, trillion just, dollars just the one thing that still works that's true it ain't going that's anywhere. true. Church of Laszlo. Doom Scroll. Yeah, we're getting ready to Doom Scroll. Uh, is it a big news day? Oh, you know what? There is something big. Snow Cone, I got news for you. Yeah. Your true crime story is in the news. Uh, Brian Koberger. Oh, okay. There's, hmm. there's an update on him. Did you guys see that thing yesterday? It was spreading around social media. It was like a warning to people who consume a lot of true crime. Did you see that one, Snow Cone? I did see that, yeah. That was so ridiculous. Did you see it, Lazo? I knew it offend you. It was so ridiculous. It basically was saying, mm. if you watch true crime to oh, relax... Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. It's a red flag. Yeah, it's a red flag that you're reliving that's some it. sort of trauma, yeah. whatever. But I agree with that. I liked the responses to it. I thought... Yeah, people, a bunch of people with trauma defending themselves. It's ridiculous. Imagine that. It's ridiculous. Look, it's, it's popular. I like documentary-style stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And true crime is usually some sort of documentary-style sure. thing. If they said... If it wasn't true crime, if it was... Um, uh, Scam artist, right? Like that thing that we watched on Hulu. If that was just as popular as true crime, and there were thousands of little mini docs on investigation discovery about scam artists, I would watch that. It just so happens that uh, people like true crime, so yeah. it's a mystery. You solve it. You Most of out- them are broken. I don't think so. I just mm. think it's it. There's mm. there's so much of it. Mm. Bro, why is there so much of it? Because people there's like so it. many people with trauma. I I don't know. That's weird. It's why? Just, I agreed with the people who responded. Who said it's it it's. A true crime is just like a, a mystery novel, and it, it scratches that itch that we all have to solve the crime, to figure out the mystery. And mm. that's the way that these shows are all made, right? They, try and, they give you a few red herrings, just like you would in a book. Is it the dad? Is it the stepdad who did this? And then sometimes you don't even know who's going to die, mm. and you're trying to solve it. It, it. You're not taking pleasure in these people's pain in any mm. way. You're not. I'm not. I'm not happy. Snowcone. I told you to watch that Shattered show. I mean, it'll bring you to tears, right? It's depressing. Oh yeah. You're yeah, not yeah. taking. Yeah, you're not really taking depressing. joy in that, no. right? You're curious no, 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 in what no. happened. Yeah. But if someone is taking some sort of pleasure in that or comfort in their misery, then maybe they do have some. I don't, I don't think anybody's saying that having taken comfort in their thing. They're just saying that hey, this is how you find yourself relaxing, right? Yeah. And it's you know death porn. <laughs> well, that's but, what you're into. You're it, like, yeah, look at that. But it's not. I mean, they don't even show there the dead bodies. There could be a million bodies. different mysteries. 
Right. Now, they wouldn't have to do that were about death, but they do them about death because you love them. Why do you love them? I, 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 like, why aren't you, like, you know, it, turned it, into, like, the mysteries of whatever, science or space or they don't Exactly. They don't produce that stuff. Why not? That's what I'm saying. I don't know, but they do the, they started doing these scam artist things. I watched those, mm-hmm. and they, they do them in a mystery-style format. What's going to happen? What's the scam? Did they get caught? You know? They don't I, make them I because you it. don't love them. I love them if you because love them, they make them. They would make them. Yeah, see, I'm Build going it and it. they will come. I say there's plenty of it. They you build made it. murder mystery, and you're like, yes, please. Yeah, I watch I it. cannot get enough. Yeah, I'm saying there's They're like, other... great. There are Another th- broken human. Great. Anyway, we're going to... I believe that to be true. We're going to doom scroll, and Snow Cone is going to... And by the way, I like them too, over. but I don't. I didn't think it was outlandish of what, what they said. I, I sort of did, but I have to go back and look again. I don't know. I just, it just seemed kind of ridiculous. A, a red flag. There's so, so many people that watch it. It's fine. It's just silly. It was stupid. <laughs> anyway, we're gonna doom scroll. I, this all got brought up because Brian Koberger is back in the news, and that snow cone story. He knows that one well. Plus the uh, Titanic uh, submersible. We got to talk about that a little bit. I know we did earlier, but uh, there's a few updates. This, this is like their last ditch effort to try and save these people. And then snow cone. We talked about this yesterday, and we forgot to bring it up. The fake priest. Yes. The restaurant hires yes. a fake mm. priest. Did you see this story That's last night? I've, this is a scam I've never heard of before. Uh, we'll talk about it coming up when we do them scroll. The Church of Lazlo. It's time to doom scroll with SlimFast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Corpies infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. All right, doom scroll. We're doom scrolling. Well, Brian Koberger, Snowcomb, we'll start with that. Big news. This is the yep. guy accused of killing four college four. students. Four college students. In Idaho, everybody knows who this guy is. Mm-hmm. And there was DNA on the sheath that the knife goes Touch into. DNA. Touch DNA. Touch yeah. DNA, okay? And so when the cops go to look, they think this is the guy. And Snowcone, you can just correct me every time I screw up here. They, they think they know who the guy is. They go to look for him. They're trying to get his DNA from his house. You know, it's legal to get DNA from your trash because the courts have decided that if you throw it away, um, you're saying you don't house. want it anymore and it's anybody's, anybody's business. So they go to his parents' house. Right, where he was for Christmas and in they, Pennsylvania. They get some DNA from the trash, they said, in the yeah, thing I was watching they earlier. they collect the trash at night. Okay, and so what they're looking for, they're hoping that they find DNA that matches the DNA right. on this sheath. What they got instead was DNA that would be the father of the person who left the DNA That's on the right. sheath. That's right. The way they phrased it was the perpetrator's dad, 99%, you know, 0.9999, uh-huh. lives in this house and threw away this piece of trash. Okay, but because they, they didn't actually find Brian's DNA. They didn't. When they broke in and arrested him, I think he was in the kitchen wearing gloves and putting his personal trash, like, in Ziploc baggies. What does his family think of this? Like, his sister you know I mean? thought it was weird and was telling her, her parents that they think he might have done it. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, I didn't know that his part. His sister was, like, alarmed, yeah. So I mean that's so weird to think that he might have done it. At that point, did they did she know that they were they looking had at him? They talked about it. The parents and his sister had talked about it before he was arrested. Did they know that they, they that he was well, being looked into? Let me ask you this: Just and I'm not a lawyer, and neither are either of you. But if they check the trash and they don't find his DNA, they find somebody else's DNA. Will that be admissible in court? Well, no. Like you were looking for his DNA, you didn't find that. You find that a lot. Like if you're going for a search warrant, right? Right. And you're like, hey, we were looking for cocaine and we found illegal dogs whatever right, right? well that doesn't count you mm-hmm. had to tell us what you were in there looking the poisonous for. tree that's the argument right right yeah 
So, so if you were like, hey, we went to their garbage to try to find Brian's DNA, but you didn't find it. Right. So, but the thing is, they don't need a warrant to go through the trash. Yeah. Because, right. I know, but still, so it's you, went, you didn't find it, though. Right. But what they found then is enough for the courts to say, now you have a warrant to get Brian's DNA. Okay. They, they couldn't force Brian to give his DNA at that point. But once they got the DNA from the trash... So that was enough. I mean, that's how it usually works. And they go, okay, now we can get a warrant to test his DNA. So they already figured it was him. I assumed that by now they would have already tested his DNA and got it back. But they're acting like they did the cheek swab on him, and they're just now getting this information back that it is Brian's DNA, that, you know, that... The DNA that they swabbed directly from him matches mm-hmm. the DNA on the knife sheath. New details in the Idaho murders investigation. Prosecutors now revealing a cheek swab taken from suspect Brian Koberger is a statistical match to DNA found at the crime scene. Koberger is charged with stabbing and murdering four University of Idaho students last year. You know, um, you watch these true crime shows and the cops are talking about sending off DNA and then they have to wait for months and months and mm-hmm. months. Mm-hmm. I guess when I see a story as big as this, they this is a hu- right. I would just think, hey, we got this swab. Go ahead and test it first because right. everyone in the country is watching this. Right. But I guess they must not have because how long has he been in custody? Or is it just now being Four released months? or do they just get it back? Oh, I, th- I assume that this meant that they just, just got it back. Maybe it's just being released? Okay, that could be. So they, I don't know. I'm just I mean, I'm asking. That could it, be they that. made it sound like they just got the DNA back okay. and they found out, hey, it's his DNA. We know for sure now. Uh, yeah, I think it'd be sooner. I, right. I just Exactly. I thought, well, that's weird. But it could just be, like you said, maybe the, the, the court docs or something became public and the media was able to find that information out that could totally be it i'm still and i know i've said this before extremely curious what his defense is going to be because he said to his other lawyer in pennsylvania i didn't do it and that other lawyer is the only one who's spoken out so far right mm-hmm. Is, mm-hmm. is that correct he just yeah. said the extradition lawyer i don't remember what he said but it was like he says he's innocent of these crimes something along those lines Yeah, that he's going to beat this case and he's going to beat the case so now you're looking at all this evidence you're telling me that his sister and mother we're worried that he was the murderer. His sister went to his parents saying, like, this behavior. He was wearing gloves. Right. He was visiting his family for Christmas. He's wearing gloves the entire time. He's cleaning his car at 3 in the morning with, like, bleach wipes. And the sister goes to his parents and is like, there's something up here. Like, this is weird. Like, could he have done that thing in that Idaho? That crime in Idaho. Yeah. Because we know that he's o- over in that area. Obviously, it wouldn't yeah. have been that far they, they away. They talked about it. I mean, just... Uh, you would never think, though, especially for a story that big, everyone's talking about this murder, right? right. All these kids and got stabbed. you drive stabbed the white Honda Elantra. Right. Or, right. Hyundai, yeah. Honda, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and, but to think, like, you've got to think, like, well, this can't be my brother. And you're cleaning There's at no 3 way. a.m. and you're wearing gloves around the house. You're collecting well, probably some people are like, that sounds like my brother. That, I know. So I don't know. I mean, they're probably be. like, yeah, that's, uh, that's I, him. And that's, that's what, it, for, by you telling me this, that's the impression that I'm getting, is yeah. that they must have thought. And I wonder what he told them why he was wearing gloves at dinner. Yeah, I don't know. Like what his excuse was and why he's putting his trash in Ziploc bags. I mean, you couldn't be any more You know your family pretty well, you would think. Right. So, Look, I think that they were like, if you know, Lazlo killed these three women in a college thing, I think my sister would be like, that ain't him. Right. But if she was like, you know, Lazlo murdered someone for $7 million and to get ahead in business and then embezzled money, she'd be like, mm, boy. <laughs> right. <laughs> boy. Right, of course. Right? Like, yeah, boy. Stuff went south and he had embezzled $7 million and killed a man. Yeah. Like, she'd be like, boy. I hope they don't come and ask me. Why. Exactly. <laughs> right? Yeah. They were like, he killed three women and cut. She'd be like, that ain't him. Right. It didn't happen. Right. We talked. Doesn't have that energy. He walks away from everything. Right. Yep. I, Brooke and I have talked about that same thing. Like it crimes like, yeah, that you wouldn't be surprised. He tried to scam people out of twenty-seven million dollars or some stupid thing, and then killed Bernie Madoff. She'd be like, <laughs> it's, it's funny that you say the scam mm-hmm. thing because anytime we're watching something, and that's what I know. That's my whole family. Be like, no, it doesn't sound like him. 
And maybe, you know, in the back of their my head. aunt and uncle, everybody would be like, at Thanksgiving, like, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. I'm going to definitely do it. Don't put the trash outside, okay? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, every time we're watching one of these things and I see like someone embezzling money, I go, oh, man. You know, how do you do it? Oh, how much money do you get? Too. And Brooke's like, that is so stupid. Why are you so obsessed with these people that embezzle money? They're going to get caught. I'm like, well, they, you're just watching the ones that get caught. How many don't get caught? She's yeah. like, they Lots always get them. caught. I'm like, you're only, no. there were, they're not going to show on TV stories about some company that got money embezzled and they don't know who did it. That doesn't make for right. good Plenty TV. Of Right, there's lots of them. Get plenty of people who took money from companies and right. just walked. So I always, I'm interested in that part. Like, how'd they do it? What were they stealing? Where did they transfer or the money? Just it's always, money? Whenever you watch it on TV, it's always, you know, they, and by the way, I would probably get caught too because it's like, they, it's too much. Of course. Like, you know, they got away with 500 grand. Then they got away with a million. And the next thing you know, they're like, and then they took 17 million and got caught. It's like, well. Right. You know, more money, more problems. They find out like everybody else does. The more money you have, the more stuff you buy. So you, you need just more need money. more money. It's not. Yeah. It's never enough. Uh, there was a guy on TV I saw the other night where he embezzled money, he got caught, and he stole $65,000, I think, something like that. And I thought, okay, you know, that's a lot of money, but it ain't, for enough. The, it ain't enough. For the amount of time that he's facing now, I don't want to go to prison over sixty grand. Mm-mm. But then I was thinking about it, well, if he stole more money, then it would be even more obvious that it was him and probably easier to catch him. Yeah, I but he still got caught. Exactly. He got caught anyway. So it's not worth it. Like if you said, you know, let's steal from this company sixty five grand, no way. No, but what if you worked at a company and you were an accountant? Because, I mean, it's like a number, you know? Like, yeah. I don't know what the number is. We'd have to talk to a lawyer. Like, what's the number? Is it over, if I embezzle over 15 grand, is it all the same? Right. Then let's not go 65, let's go 650. Right. We're like, well, we'll get caught then. Well, let's figure out a way not to get caught. You got us not caught to 65, and let's, you know, figure out a little bit more. Right. And if you worked there, you're the accountant, bookkeeper, whatever, and you find a way to say, okay, I make 50 grand a year, but I'm going to embezzle... X amount of dollars yeah. over here to the side of this other account. I'm going to do it the whole time I work here. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. I, I could see myself being talked into something like that of for course. sure. For sure. I don't know I how much it. money like, it is. If you have an idea, I could see myself getting talked into it now. Yeah, of course. I, right. I, I just don't understand how everyone isn't uh, intrigued by and that. And that's just thought. smart. Like I, You know me, those intrusive thoughts. I daydream about. Yeah, I know. The money guy, the... We can't say it actually. Well, we or, can, but I mean, I guess we can say it. But like the Brinks the armored guy, car with a you know a coffee pot. You heard this plan, snow cone. Mm-mm. There's an armored truck that always stops in my Seven Eleven. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I've and he's this. always I've right behind me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's putting money into the ATM. He's right. always there, and I'm always filling up coffee. It must that be at the same pot. time. Right. It's one guy in the truck, and the girl behind the counter is like 19 and weighs all of 38 pounds. Too easy. I'm like, man, one pot of hot coffee to the back of this guy's head. Right. That truck is mine. But he does have a gun. He ain't looking at me, man. I know. That I, that if the, if the coffee I could hit him with a pot of coffee and grab the gun. I know. I'm I know not, I can. I've thought about your plan many times. I've thought about <laughs> it in bed at night. What could go wrong? I've thought about if you hit him with the carafe, because it is like a glass carafe that you're using. Yeah, right? like, still right? with okay. hot coffee. Like, what if you hit him in the head and it doesn't break and the coffee just goes back on you and he's like, ow, what are you doing? And he grabs the gun. Oh, I'm going to hit him hard enough that he ain't getting up from that. Right. And I'm grabbing the gun. I would just grab you. Maybe the coffee pot is the heaviest thing, but whatever the heaviest thing is right that there. That coffee pot with hot coffee. He's not going to turn Are you going to smash him in the side of the face from behind? No, I'm going to hit him in the back, back of the head, of the head when he's head. not looking. Yeah, see, I've thought about face this Face on too. the ground, he's down, I grab the gun, boom, out to the truck. I don't think they can I shoot I start loading you. that money into your car. Right, and if you don't have a gun on you, they can't shoot you, right, for taking money? Yeah, can't probably do that. can. I don't know. But. I don't think they're supposed to do that. I feel like that would be it's a I good I think they could, but I'm not worried about it. All you use was a coffee pot. We could be in and out of there in a minute and a half. Yeah. The girl ain't doing it. I don't even think she's going to notice. 
No, what's she going to do? She's going to be like, what, what happened? Right, exactly. Did something break? That's it. She's yeah. not going to notice. She might call the cops. We're going to be out. Yeah. You're going to be parked on the side. Yeah, and we're going to break the cameras the night before. Oh, I like that, too. Oh, yeah. We're just spraying with spray paint mm-hmm. or something. The night before. Yeah, that's not bad. And they're going to know that they got to fix it. Well, see, you haven't Mm -hmm. taught. We just, you gave me the basic thing that I've been thinking about it, you know, when I'm at home and like how this could work. I just, you want to hit him in the back of the head. I really think you should hit him in the side of the face with that thing as hard as you can. From behind, swing around. Well, I don't want him to fall sideways. Then he's got a chance to roll over, grab someone. Back of the head, he's going face first on the ground. That coffee's burning you a little bit. A lot. Yeah, Yeah, a lot of it probably will. But that's okay. But you, you think this is going to knock him out? Yeah. Oh, see, I don't I'm know. Not, I mean, you... the coffee hot is going to scare him, but it's not, I mean, it's not so hot that it's going to burn him. I mean, him. why use the coffee? If you know where it's at when it's going to happen, why not bring something else with you? He just because saying, I'm saying I'm just standing there. Like, and there's no, innocent. like, if I walk in with something, cameras, the lady might say something, he might notice. He's on guard. He never looks at me because I'm just behind pouring coffee. Okay. That's it. I'm really unassuming. He's yeah, not thinking it, that's why right. he gets down on his like, knees. Like a pipe wrench. Like a pipe wrench <laughs> in your pocket. You're yeah. still mm-hmm. pouring coffee, and when he bends down, you pull it out. Just, not, you're not burning he, yourself. It's yeah. mm-hmm. more likely to work. Now I think it's too much. Hitting him in the head with the pipe wrench, too, thing. could be attempted murder. That could be attempted murder so if you hit him the with the pipe wrench. Now, mm. you're not going to get attempted murder for oh, three. Stop it. Attempted murder with the coffee pot? What are you, three years old? That's not attempted murder. Plus, you're in there with a pipe wrench. Like, now it's like premeditated. There's a chance that I could just be like, yo, I don't know what happened. Right. Whoa. That guy had a bunch of cash. I turned around and hit him with his goddamn thing. I blacked out. (laughs) I don't even remember it. I certainly wasn't planning it. That's true. You know what we should get? If I was planning it, I'd be a. Bring a pipe wrench like Dum Dum over there, but me, All right. you know, yeah. I was just swinging whatever I had. I'm being serious now. We could order those masks. I saw some guys in New York did this, and they got away with this crime for years because they ordered masks from a Hollywood mask maker. Remember, like in Drive with Ryan Gosling, he puts that mask on his face because yeah. he's a stunt driver. You mm-hmm. can buy those. There's a company in, I think, Louisiana. He makes these masks. They fit right over your face perfectly, and then you tuck the bottom into your shirt. It does not look like you're wearing a mask. You can look like whoever you want. You got hair, no hair, whatever. Yeah. I saw these guys in New York rob a, a cash advance place, uh-huh. and there was like four of them, and they couldn't figure out who these guys were. They're using facial recognition oh, technology. I saw that episode. Yeah, you yeah, saw yeah, that. Yeah. I yeah. saw that. And it was they find out they're wearing those masks. Yeah. We should buy those. They're black dudes wearing white masks. Yes, we should yeah. buy those masks and, and whatever. Just make us look different. Didn't they get busted because of the mask that they found? Like who bought those masks? Uh, I don't know. I, I did, maybe didn't finish <laughs> it. The point is, they got away with it for a long time. We could get away with it forever. <laughs> they they were they were robbing other people. They had uh, pictures of them at a at a CVS or something. I remember this that. is going to be our one robbery. That's it. Hey, I'm with you. We just gotta get together and watch the town like ten times. I'm fine that with that. That way we know where to take that van and how they do it. Like they take it to the river and then they watch dump heat. it in there. So well, we're we need only, to figure it out. We're only going to get his money though, right? Because there's someone else in the truck. And no, it's that's locked. what I'm saying. There's not in this in his. There's nobody. That's else. what made me think there about it. It's one guy. No, there's, there's always be. two. There's always no, two, right? I'm telling you. Oh, this is two. It's one guy. My whole if time, it was two guys, I wouldn't even think about it. I thought now was... I got, but this guy, I'm not doing it. I'm telling you, like Ben Affleck, like he doesn't have the, the pants tucked into his boots. Remember, he's like, we're not doing this job. The guy's got the pants tucked into his boots. He wants to fight. He thinks this guy's yeah, pants are baggy. Kind of, you know, he's just doing his thing. It's one guy in that truck. That's probably what eighty grand sitting there. I've heard. I've I don't heard know people how much is in how the much back of that truck, in. too. Right, but can you get into the truck? It's locked, right? You're gonna, no, take, we're his gonna take his keys. We got to figure out how to open those things and which key. No, it is. we're gonna take the key in the trunk. And you know, there's. I know. Do you know there's no one in the back of the truck? Yeah, I mean, I can't imagine. 
I think I thought there was two people. I know there's supposed to be two people. I'm telling you, not every company has two people. This and this is one guy. You don't see him in the front. He's in the back with an AR. But no, we just take we just it. take I'm the really cash. Not. If he's in the back, he's not even going to know we did it in time. We take the cash, put it in the trunk, he's and we're in the back. Yeah, I'm just taking that the cash back. and sprinting. There's no way he's in the back every Wednesday. It could just be one guy, Snowcom. Yeah, it's possible. All right, we'll figure this out. We got to take a break. Yep. The Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo! All right, uh, we're doing... Um, Part two of Doom Scrolling. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, so the big story, I guess, today, yep. Laszlo, is of the course. Samuel Alito thing. I mean, the Titanic thing is big, too, but the Samuel Alito thing. Oh, yeah, he took money. Yeah, so with Clarence Thomas, this stuff came out that Clarence Thomas had, like, maybe... Uh, this billionaire Republican donor had maybe bought his mother's house and, like, paid for it, had sent uh, Clarence Thomas on maybe some trips and flew him some places, mm-hmm. right? But that was kind of the end of it. That's not good, by the way. It, it, at least to most people, it looked pretty bad. The Samuel Alito stuff sounds worse. ProPublica reports that Samuel Alito, because he took the money, very similar to the Clarence Thomas thing, took the private jets, allegedly, and, and ate king crab legs and did all that stuff, but then proceeded to have a bunch of cases involving this guy somehow in front of him in, in the court. And he did not recuse himself in these cases. Okay. So with well, Clarence same, Thomas... I'm just saying... Didn't Clarence Thomas do the same thing? Except with Clarence Thomas, I never heard that that guy had cases in front of the court after that mm. directly. Maybe he did. I, I thought I, I did. Maybe okay. he did. Maybe he did. I wish someone who followed that story closer was here right now. I think Nick Nick Wright knows a lot about it. He was texting us about it. Mm. He would probably know. But I thought this sounded like a bigger deal just because it sounded like this guy had a lot of cases that went in front of the court after he you know, spent right. all this money on him. The report says Justice Samuel Alito did not report gifts on annual financial disclosure forms, including a private flight to Alaska and other amenities provided by billionaire hedge fund manager Paul Singer during a fishing trip in 2008. Doesn't that name de- sound familiar, Paul Singer? Paul Singer. Yeah. So and I were saying that sounds familiar, but it I looked is. and I'm like, I don't think I know this guy. The report details that in July of that year, they stayed at the King Salmon Lodge and were served Ooh, multi-course nice. meals of Alaskan yeah. king crab legs or Kobe filet. They also enjoyed wine that cost $1,000 a bottle. According to ProPublica, Singer's Manhattan-based hedge fund was involved in at least 10 cases brought before the Supreme Court, many of them high-stakes business cases. 10 cases brought before the Supreme Court, and he did not recuse himself. Oh, he owns, not, but I do think maybe we've seen his name because he owns AC Milan. Oh, the okay, maybe, that, maybe that we've seen his name there. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I couldn't decide if I'm confusing it with another name. The previous owner defaulted on a $37 million loan payment owed to Singer's hedge fund. He had loaned $400 million to the previous owner to help him purchase the team. Although, there you go. So the one save, I guess, didn't pay him, then he just owned it. Isn't there like a Hollywood producer, something like Brian Singer? Yes. What's this guy's name? Yeah, this guy's name is, uh, oh crap, what's his name, Laszlo? What's this guy's name? Uh, Paul Singer? I'm thinking of, like, yeah. I think I'm thinking of Brian Singer. Brian Singer, what did like he do? Ho- like a Hollywood producer, Yeah, didn't right? Brian Singer, wasn't there stories about him? Something, something, I don't want to like, say, yeah, yeah, something right, wasn't there something? Some allegations. Like maybe Brian Song? Thing? Brian Singer? Yeah. Wasn't Brian he Song? Well, Brian Singer, no, you're the talking singer about. the song. Yeah. Brian Singer. Well, Brian Song is a movie. Is that what you guys are thinking no, about? He's no, he's talking about the producer, Brian Singer. I think it's Brian. It's Ryan or Brian. Yeah, he did like Superman and stuff. Right, he did superhero movies. Yeah, and then there, was, there was like some, some allegations. Some people didn't like him. Or yeah. something. I don't remember what the allegations were, so I'm not going to say. I will. All right, now, this story, Lazo, it's a good one. It's so good, it seems totally fake, mm-hmm. but it's real. Mm-hmm. A restaurant chain in California, okay? Mm-hmm. Sends this dude, the owner, allegedly, sends this dude into his restaurants, dressed as a priest, 
and tells the employees, hey, I'm here for you to do confessions mm. to help the workplace. Confess to me your sins. Get them off your chest. Workplace sins. You know, if you've ever thought about taking money, if you've ever done something wrong here, you need you should confess to me, mm. and it'll be a better workplace, right? I so like that. I guess these people must have all been Catholic, because if you did that here, people would be like, oh, what, what are you talking about? I mean, I don't know how many of us there are that if a priest came here and said, confess your sins, we'd be like, oh, okay, that's something that we do. That's not like a majority of people no. are comfortable with confessing their sins to a priest because he's a priest. I certainly would be like, if you ever took money from work, I'd be like, well, let me tell this guy. Right, right, <laughs> right. So, and just Seems like, I'd be like, hmm. Seems fishy, sir. Exactly, exactly. But they, Look, these, I'm a priest. I've never been into your business before, but go ahead and just tell me if you've ever stolen money from Odyssey. I'd be like, well, <laughs> right. sounds legit. You're not allowed to tell anyone, right? Well, uh, it looks like this guy might not have been a priest because the diocese there, they said he's not one of our priests, and they're certainly implying that this guy probably wasn't a priest at all, and the owner of the restaurant just sent this guy in to get the dirt on his employees, mm-hmm. and he's now been fined oh, wow, who? like $140,000 by the courts. In Northern California, the Department of, of Labor is saying that a Mexican restaurant chain hired a fake priest to spy on its workers. Now, the owner of Taqueria Garibaldi might have brought in a fake priest to try to get confessions during work hours from some of his employees. And that fake priest pleaded with the employees to, quote, get the sins out by confessing things that they might have done wrong, like being late for work, stealing money from the restaurant, and having, quote, bad intentions toward their boss. Now, the restaurant is being forced to pay $140,000 in back wages and damages to 35 workers. Taqueria Garibaldi. Garibaldi. makes more sense, I think. Right, right. But people are Catholic, probably. Is yeah, they're yeah, safe they're to assume. There's a high, high turnout of Catholics at yeah. your workplace. So you get a lot of people that are willing to talk to this priest? What's yeah. that? Nothing. What'd you say? Nothing. What I was Nothing. fooled. Uh, I worked in radio. Mm-hmm. And a very my first job at a very very small mom and pop radio station. Oh, you that, that the paychecks didn't always cash. Mm-hmm. So on payday, everybody would try to get there as early as they can because you knew three or four people weren't getting paid because the check would bounce. Okay, so you tried to get there early. But one day, I remember the guy saying, "Hey, uh, for I." I totally fell for it, and so did everybody else. Something about for the, they were going through a new banking system, okay, and they just needed to get everybody's signature on a piece of paper. Oh boy! So they would have that signature, and then they, you know, they would turn it into the bank. And I was like, "Yeah, all right, whatever. I don't care. That sounds like it's legit." So I just signed my thing. What What do you think it was? I don't know, but it sounds like it wasn't good. Since you're telling this story, it was they had traded out. <coughs> Uh, your wages? No. Uh, a, well, I don't know what they're called, but s- someone who analyzes handwriting. Oh, it's called a handwriting analysis. Right, so right? they can find out if like you're a good person or a bad person mm-hmm. or what that means about you. That So that's why they had all of us sign our names. And, and that person would go, then went through all oh, the... Oh, it's <clears> not <throat> like someone who tries to see if handwriings match. Because no, it was, it was somebody who was Trying to like, like, be a psychic by your Right, a psychic handwriting okay. person. I don't know what they're called, but they're I didn't called... Know that there's was a there's thing. something. Okay. Like, they can tell uh, like what it, kind of person you are by how you make your yeah. G or whatever. Right? Okay, okay. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. If I did, I've forgotten. I mean, it sounds so like... So they traded thing. that out. So, did they say anything about you? What did they say about your handwriting? Nothing, nothing ever came of it. Okay. But... That's why I say maybe if they brought in a priest, maybe just be like, I don't know, whatever. I pray for my check to cash. Right. Yeah. Right? 
Yeah. Like, How many days do I need to wait? Because yeah. I really like to cash thing. I'm going to the liquor store. Local story, but I guess it is sort of a national issue too. Luke Combs. Luke Combs. Yeah, sure. He's. I know Luke he's a big country, country guy. Yeah. yeah. I is feel he like the he one plays that, giant venues? I have never heard a song by Luke is, Combs before. Is he the one that some of my? I've got a couple friends that mostly listen to the same music I do, and but the, there's one country artist like you should listen to this country artist. You'll like him. Chris Stapleton. It, is it Stapleton? Oh, it's probably Stapleton. Stapleton. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Is he good? I haven't listened to him. <laughs> yeah, what, was, what was the guy's name that did the cover of Nirvana that people liked for a minute? What's his name? Ooh, I don't you don't know. remember, do you? I, I thought you know. might. I thought you might remember. What did he cover? He did "Smells Like Teen Spirit," right? Or no, I don't know. Shaky. Shaky. He did in bloom. <laughs> That's a shaky knees is like a a, a concert. A fest. Shaky graves. There I know his name. Shaky graves is like a I think like cool country folk. Right, I think so thing. too. No, but this guy it was just his name. You don't remember that? Uh, I know exactly what you're talking about. That's why I tried to come up with shaky graves. What do you want from me? Oh my gosh! I can't believe this. Oh, Sturgill Simpson. Sturgill there Simpson. you go. Yeah, yeah, there yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Sturgill he's Simpson. And it was it was cool in bloom. Country. It was in bloom. That's right. Okay, so Luke Combs. He's big because he's playing football stadiums. So I guess that's about as big as it gets, is he right? Really? Yeah, because that's yeah. well. At least on the local news, they were at Arrowhead when they were doing this story. <laughs> Luke Combs. Wow. And they were saying that uh, a bunch of people get get to the concert. The tickets are expensive, right? They get up to the gate, you know, it's just like going into a game, concert, whatever. I don't know they got that I know any Luke Combs song. No, I don't I either. Don't think he was. I think they play a clip in this. Oh, I know. He's the guy who does a cover of Fast Car. Oh, okay. Tracy Chapman's Fast yeah. Car. You don't know Tracy That's Chapman's right. Fast Car. Oh, I know, I know Tracy Chapman's like, Fast Car. I didn't, cover I didn't know there was it's a cover. like right now, right? It's like popular. Well, I see it on Instagram sometimes of a country guy singing Is Fast Car. And so I just looked up Luke Combs' biggest hits, and Fast Car was it. You got so. a fast car. <laughs> I got what you wanted in it. You ain't. I just know that part. I know she says you got a fast car. That's all I remember. Yeah. But I heard the song a million times in whatever year that was, the late 90s. It was still the 90s, right, when that came out? Yeah. Actually, she put that out before her bigger hit, right? That song was, was before. Yeah. What was her huge hit? Um Give me one reason to stay yeah, here. Yeah, give me one reason to stay here. That song came out after yes, Fast Car, right? Yeah, Fast Car was like a that one. was bigger than Fast Car. Oh, really? I thought that was bigger than Fast Car. I don't Fast know. Is Fast Car is huge. Oh, it is? Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, I had the albums. What do I know? Uh, I think Fast Car got big because she played like Farm Aid or something, and Stevie Wonder had to cancel, so she was sent back out yes. to play, and she played I don't know Fast what it was, Car, but she did. And it was do, broadcasted, yep. and it was like that became a massive yep. hit in England first. Yeah. It was some sort of festival that she filled in for somebody. Stevie yes. Wonder canceled because they screwed up something with his set, so he like walked away and they sent her there back out and she played fast car. Interesting. There you go. You what, got a what, fast what's she car. up to now? I, I got a plan her to get her as a checkout here. girl. Oh, she's a checkout then girl. We're gonna have to the liquor store. We're gonna have the liquor store. Convenience. Was it a convenience store? Yeah. Should have been liquor. All right, well <laughs> people bought it's easier to say. We're gonna have a convenience store, like God. People well, brought yeah, like a store. Managed to save just a little bit of money. A mm-hmm. little bit of liquor. Okay. Um, <laughs> Luke Combs. Not Chris Stapleton. Not Tracy Chapman. Not we'll Sergio Simpson. Live in the suburbs. Luke Combs. You and I can be someone. Be someone. Mm-hmm. Be someone. And then she goes later. It's like, you got a fast car. You don't ever see your kids spend all my money. <laughs> like It doesn't work out in the end, right? The part two. Like, see more of your friends than you do your kids. Yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah, okay. all right. <clears throat> okay, so we're talking about Tracy Chapman because Luke Combs did a fast cover. Car a fast lyrics. car. I know the guy. She's taking care of her daddy. The guy, yeah, because he drinks too much. He drinks too much. And, and somebody's got to take care of him. Yeah, she so dropped I out of school. I said that. That's what I'll do. I left school. That's right. what I did. Right, and then she takes care of him. But that guy's got a fast car. 
and she saved some money. Speed so fast, felt like I was gonna die. Like I was drunk. Well, yeah, that's where I got the liquor. Sorry, right, right. Felt like I was drunk, but then the, but then he does something bad. He doesn't end up. He doesn't hold up this. I think they they end up getting out of town. See, my old man's got a problem. He lives with a bottle. That's the way it is. He says his body's too old for working. His body's too young, young to, to look, look like, like his. Yeah. My mom went off and left him. She wanted more from life than he could give. I said, somebody's got to take, take care, care of him, so I quit school. school. That's, that's what I did. I we got all that right. Right. Okay, but late. Uh, you got a fast car. I got, a, I got a job that pays all our bills. You stay out drinking late at the bar. That's it. See more of your friends than you do your, quit, your kids. I'd always hope for better. Thought maybe together you and me would find it. I got no plans. Ain't going nowhere. So take your fast car and keep on driving. The guy had a fast car for a long and time. And she set herself up to be the mom, her mom. Right. He's drinking so too right. much. She's going to leave exactly. the Exactly. She's like, there you now go. Now the kids will take care of him. Yeah. Yeah, but he was, she was like, let's get out of here. You're going to take care of it. And then when they got out of there, he, he just drank too much, hung out with his friends, right? He comes a day. Right. Yeah. See more of his friends than he did his kids. So, you yeah, know, like song. it didn't work out, which is sad. Well, Some fast Luke Combs. Luke Combs covered that. <laughs> I mean, I it is sad. At, so Luke Combs was in Kansas the story's City. Story's not great. You hope like they had a fast car and it would like work out. Like they get to You'll the get suburbs. You'll get there, man. You'll get there. I promise. Keep trying. I'm a Luke Combs story. So I'm not like chomping at the bit or anything. <laughs> uh, so people get to Arrowhead and they get you know they get to the front. And they get their ticket scanned. Eh, get the red thing. Nope, your ticket's no good. Go stand over mm. there. It's happened to quite a few people. Some said dozens. You some got said a bad a, ticket. Some said a couple hundred. <laughs> I just scanned it. Got to stand over there. Yep. That's what they were probably thinking. <laughs> there was a, a couple that drove. You said you bought it, but you drank too much. <laughs> hung out with your friends. There was a couple. Now we can't get in. <laughs> there was a couple who drove take five your fast hours. Car and keep on driving. <laughs> there was a couple but who I drove five hours for their daughter's graduation. That sucked. Wanted to see Luke Combs. Imagine you're the dad that bought the tickets, by the way, and it's her graduation. You drive five five, five hours. hours to get here. I don't know where the My hell they said live. He, he if, you, if you live five hours away, there's got to be Lewis. somewhere closer that he's playing. Yeah, is any point in St. Louis? Or I something? said somebody's right. got to have tickets around here. <laughs> yeah, well, that's probably what some of them were doing. Um, I'd be going to the scalpers so how many at that point. Some said 200. Here's the story. Christy Swarthout and her daughter had been planning to see Luke Combs in concert at Arrowhead for months. Swarthout said she bought two tickets on StubHub in April and paid about $540. She received these tickets from StubHub and they were set, or so she thought. They were stopped at the entrance. Oh, not you guys too. And I was like, what do you mean not us guys too? And then she pointed to the the grass, like right by the the gate. And she was like, all those people, (laughs) they were scammed by on StubHub. Ooh, ouch, $500 down the drain. Imagine that happens to Taylor Swift. What? Imagine when that happens to Taylor Swift when she's here. My God, that would be the biggest story there is. Well, they said, the story goes on, and they said you should try and buy the tickets, obviously, directly from the venue if you can. And if you have to buy them from someone on the secondary market, you should look to make sure that they take, pay with the credit card, first of all. Make sure that they offer refunds. Yeah. And then I think maybe she said something else. I don't know. Just don't buy Luke Combs tickets. You could do that. Don't go see Luke Combs. Yeah, we could be a a city that doesn't sell out Luke Combs at Arrowhead. That'd be nice. I I don't know. Maybe he's good. You know, I don't. I don't know. Fast sells a lot of tickets. Yeah, he drives a fast car. Makes a lot of money. Drives a fast (laughs) car. Uh, So there you go. That's Luke Combs story. With all the scams, he sounds like double the tickets. He sold like seventy thousand tickets plus seventy thousand more. Right. Yeah, that yeah. he didn't get any money from. We could have done that, Lazo. Talk about embezzling. We could put up a website that says tickets. We've got, you know, just get someone who knows how to. It just says tickets. Yeah, it says, tickets. you know, stub up, whatever. You, you rip it Luke off, Combs and then you tickets. just you, you send them tickets. things to print out with the QR Taylor code Swift that's no tickets. good. All you do is come up with the BS 
uh, barcode and a QR code, and yeah. then you just mail it to yeah, them. There's tons of people or, doing or that now. Email it to them. Tickets. Yeah, mm. just email it to them, and they're paying you five hundred dollars for a pair of Luke Combs tickets. Yeah, <laughs> I can sell these people anything. You know? No, mm-hmm. sorry, I'm not trying to make funny. That would suck if you got there and you got your family with you. Whatever. Imagine like your your dad. You bought the tickets, right? Oh, I'd be pissed. Your wife and your daughter want to go so bad, and you bought the tickets, and you're like, "Yeah, we're good to go. I got good seats." You plan around this for weeks. Wait till you see five the, hours. Months. You got said hotels. months. She'd been planning on this. Months. Yeah. Months. And then we get there and like, no. Your old man is a loser. Right. Well, go sit over there, there with the other tickets. losers. I mean, it would be so <laughs> embarrassing. Left him. He's been saying he had front row tickets for three months. And he could get all he bought was cheap fake tickets. He, he had lawn tickets, and there bitch. are no lawn tickets there. Lawn there. tickets. Yeah, because yeah, they sat in the lawn outside the stadium. Oh, yeah. There was a yeah, whole yeah. crowd of them. Yeah. I'm like, well, you could sit there and listen to it. It'd be just as bad as if you were in there. I'm sure. Yeah. You get the same idea, right? It's going to be loud enough you can hear it. Do you really need to see him from the nosebleed section? It's a little dot moving around down there. Luke Combs. I'm sure he's good, by the way. Who am I supposed to listen to? Who is it that people like? Sturgill. No, 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 no. The one Chris you Stapleton. said first. Tracy Chapman. Chris Stapleton. So why why do people like him? Is he's he like, just old, like country? old school country? Yeah. But you've, I'm sure you've listened to Tennessee already. Whiskey. Do you like it? He did the Star Spangled Banner in the Super Bowl this year. Okay. Do you like him, though? No. I mean, it's fine. It's whatever. There's nothing to it? I like Tracy no. Chapman. I do like I Tracy Chapman. Chapman. I had those albums when I kid. I got Chapman. so sick no. of it. I got really tired of it. You just fast car. Yeah, I think let's see which song was a bigger hit, Fast Car or Give Me One Reason I'm to Stay. I'm putting money here. on Fast Car. Yeah, you guys are probably right, but I'm curious now. It's the Church of Laszlo. Yo, yo, what's going on? So get this. Well, you know, yesterday we talked about that uh, girl in Portland who works There's at whatever radio station. Yeah, and she's got an AI bot. <laughs> it's gonna take her job, and she smiles. Ah, so they've already got her as AI on the radio up there. Uh-huh. Apparently, it even did a contest the and stuff. AI's been working in a convenience store. Yeah, no, the real girl's Man, gonna end up at a convenience <laughs> store. So you think, okay, well, AI can take a lot of people's jobs. There's a lot of people are like, well, you know, they're not gonna need me anymore. And radio, I thought, hey, we might be like one of the later ones because you know they got to get this thing down. They got to get a personality, all that. Well, they already sure. did it. It's already done. I didn't realize that. It was ready to go, and they're already putting it on the radio. So you think, okay, well, what other things, what other skills do you have, Laszlo, that could still be valuable to an employer? And one of them over the years is picking a, a song that's going to be popular, right? Picking, oh, the right? picking the right music. That's a huge part of programming a radio station. Yeah, and that's really important. And if you're good at it, people appreciate it because it obviously helps your ratings and everything else. Well, well, the key to me doing that, and I did a lot of it, just a little insight is that I would compare everything to Fast Car. Yeah. Is it better than Fast Car? Or it was the Fast right. the fast Car grab. Yeah. Better than Fast Car, we'll play. Worse than Fast Car, you just play it right next to Fast Car and be like, this isn't as good. Yeah. Or you're like, oh, this is better than Fast Car. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Yep. So that's why we played a lot of Fast Car back in the day, too, mm-hmm. uh, just in case. Because we didn't have something that was better than Fast Car in that moment. Mm-hmm. You just played Fast Car. Got better than again. Fast Car. Remember that. So... That's my whole life, though. That's a trick, A&R, guys. Is this better than Fast Car? Is this dinner tonight going to be better than me sitting and listening to Fast Car? Just, right. You can do it for anything. Right. Anything. Anything in life. Well, now AI can predict hit songs. It's already mm. done it. 97% accuracy. Mm-mm-mm. It says, well, if you think you got good taste in music and you're good at picking hits, uh, good for you, but it doesn't matter anymore. Researchers at Claremont Graduate University in California say their newest AI predicts whether a song will be a hit with 97% accuracy. That's pretty good. Previous attempts with AI have been around 50%, so it's just a coin flip. And just using stats of what we like and don't has only managed 69% success rate. 97% would obviously be a huge jump from the 69% success rate that we get 
from you know people like us, I guess. People right. were asked what type of music they like. Then their brains were scanned while they listened to playlists so the AI could see what they responded to. Jesus. When researchers combined the data, they say their AI could accurately predict how many streams a song will get on an app like Spotify. So in the future, bleep what bleep that when I said Spotify, it's not going to need them get any attention. So in the future, you could do the same thing yourself. Teach an app what kind of music you like, and if you could feel, you know, I guess uh, just the, 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 it's it, playing the stuff that it, it sure. knows that you like because it scanned your brain or whatever, and then... Well, it's it, better than an algorithm because the algorithm is the, you know, algorithms, basically the same thing, right? right? And I think the algorithm is pretty good, and I hate to say it, but I listen to my AI DJ all the time. What's his name? X? X. Yeah, X. yeah, yeah. I listen to him all the time, I and the too. thing about X is not only uh, does he... You know, pick music that he thinks I like. When he does pick new music, he's like, "All right, I'm gonna try this. Yeah. I think you might like it." And then I go, "I hate it. I hate it. I hate it." And I skip all of it because I hate all of it. And then he's like, "All right, you know what? I'm gonna play some stuff from when you were in high school." And I'm like, "Thanks, fast card." Right. But I mean, how do we compete with that? You know what I mean? The thing is, if you just want to listen to music, That's these exactly what we do. These algorithms well, are pretty here's good. Here's a new song. People are like, "We hate it." We're like, "Cool, play stuff from your high exactly. school." Here's exactly. Exactly. Smashing Pumpkins. So it's not. I don't know. As soon as X same starts, idea. As soon just as played them. Mm-hmm. It's not going to take long for that AI DJ to start singing fast car remixes. <laughs> I'm serious. And and talking about life, right? And then, boom, what do we do? I guess we just sit and listen to our fast car radio station, which Lazlo's probably <laughs> built right now. I'm thinking about I'm, it. I wonder what's in that fast car radio covers. station. Huh? All songs All better covers. than fast car. Yeah, well, it's got to be something that, you know, they, 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 they think you like. Lazlo, what do you think of the algorithm when you use music apps? Does it do a pretty good job or do you not use it enough? Oh, okay. Snowcone, what do you think? It does a good job. I, well, what's I its weakness? It's, it's not enough to where I'm... The weakness for me is that I listen to a lot of um, sleep music to help me sleep. Mm-hmm. So it'll play that like I'm listening to... You can like, take that out. There's a way to take that is out. Is there? Right? Okay, yeah. that's been the only weakness you I've can, really I found. took me for it because my, my account got hacked and it was all Russian, like harpsichord stuff. I don't know what it was, but it was mm. none of but it was also, mine. I play a lot of kid songs or bomb pops. So yeah. it'll play like mm-hmm. pop you, yep, you can, you, I think you're. I think there's a way to make sure that doesn't get thrown no, I want more of that. Oh, you do? I want... My problem is with the new music. I would trust Lazlo or you infinitely more to say I think you'll like this song than the AI DJ. Sure. The AI DJ says, here's some stuff, and you know, I get it. It's an algorithm. He's probably thinking, the computer, you know, is thinking, these songs were listened to quite a bit by people who also listen to the songs that you like. I mean, it's it's not that difficult. The sure. thing is, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to like it. No. We can like the same band and then not have a lot of other things in common, right? That happens quite a bit. Now, it's better than nothing. It's a right. little bit of information, but right now I'd say that's still its weakness. If this AI thing at Claremont Graduate University, whatever nobody's heard of, if that thing has 97% accuracy rate, then they incorporate that into your app, and then what? Now it's giving you new music that you like and old music that you like. So I feel like the music thing, you just say, well, the only way we compete is to sit here and talk about Fast Car. Because right now AI ain't doing it. It's not doing remixes of Fast Car. No, that's true. And it probably could give you the news, but it's not. And if it did, it would be like really accurate... You know, and just succinct right, sure. and not take very long. Right. Wouldn't I think drag that's on. Where it's missing. No flavor. Yeah. No flavor. Right. And what? Are, how are you gonna? No, just you know, kind of like I'm not sure. I'll just say it. Right. And you can't talk to them. <laughs> right. Because that's important with the things that we do. Like I don't really know if anything I'm saying is true. No, I'm sure most of it is wrong. I don't know if it's right, or I mean, it could be right. Right. <laughs> and but I'm gonna say it. <laughs> and we get to and say I'll just, and talk. Like, just go with it, like it is true. Right. And then you'll be in your car like that. It's not true. Someone will text but me and say, you know, that was totally wrong, You don't wrong, really right? know that if it's not true. Yeah. Well, sometimes it's not even a real news story. It's just something I found on the bottom of a there Farkling There's plenty somewhere. of times that it's been a news story from 2012 ten, ten, ten that somehow ago. jumped to the top of Reddit yep. and you just read it. Yep. I was like, whoa, there's a Puma <laughs> attack. That's crazy. I'm like, that's from 1965. I'm like, oh, all right. But I don't find out till the next day. Yeah. But that's the thing. You're not going to get that from AI. And also AI, you can't interact with AI on Twitch. 
right? We're, we we talk to you on Twitch all day. You're not going to interact I'm with sure. Yeah, you can. Don't say that. You can I've just seen text her and be girl. like, hey, what's up? I want to have a friendly conversation, and it does it. Have you guys seen the Jesus chat bot? You can talk to Jesus. Oh, well, that's good. There's also a girl who's some sort of porno influencer or hot oh, chick, and she made an AI version of herself, and you pay to, like a subscription, and then you can interact with her and talk to the AI version of herself. Okay, yeah. that's good. That's pretty good, we, right? We Still go through some porn that he likes. Does she like? Well, not no porn. Does it hurt? Like the idea. Does she talk to you like that? They said it's an AI version of her. So what, I don't just know, text. Right. I don't know if you're looking. I thought that you would be looking at her like one of those animated yeah. things, but I'm not really sure. I, I just I, text. Yeah, but the the Jesus thing. Have you guys seen? That? More that's text from how, women. That's like, pretty sacrilegious, right? What is a Jesus chatbot? Why? It's I don't, I, it's I, I God. Don't I don't think that it is, but I assume a lot of people would find that sacrilegious. I mean, it knows everything about us, right? So it's the closest thing to Jesus. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think it's uh, offensive, but I imagine a lot of people would, right? Yeah, I don't know. Well, I don't know if they. Yeah, I don't think there should be an AI Jesus. The thing I read said that people have been talking to the. Uh, Jesus chatbot. So I don't know. I haven't talked Jesus. to him. Well, maybe it, maybe it's not really like a Jesus chatbot. Maybe it's like if you have questions, this chatbot will find you the answers through the Bible. Here he is. You see what I'm I saying? Mean, obviously, you know it's you know they want to. He's got a headset on. He's got a camera right. headset on. Show the camera. Again. Ask him I, a question. Well, can you see that snow yep. mm-hmm. Okay. So AI Jesus is giving gaming and breakup advice on a 24/7 Twitch stream. Don't go there. Don't go there yet. We'll go there later. Well, hey, afterward, let's raid that. Yeah, let's just raid it. So uh, we're raiding it. Jesus, Tell, well, man. because we can say it's the Church of Lazo, and then people church. Will come oh yeah, See boom, what I'm boom, and we can steal. I'm like, hey, if you guys want, you know, there's another thing that's just as cool. It's called the Church of Lazo. You know, AI people it's talking got church about church right whatever. there in the title. Yeah, see, yeah, hundreds of Twitch users are now chatting him up online with artificial intelligence representation of Jesus as they ask him to impart breakup advice, explain the Spider Verse, and anything else in between. Yeah, I like it. Represented as a bearded white man standing before a blur of glowing light, the digital Jesus gestures gently as he speaks in a calm male voice, complete with an AI-generated mouth that moves in alignment with his words. Is this Ask Jesus? Is that the channel? I don't know. Ask Jesus. I want to make sure we read this. Ask Jeeves? Let's see. I'm going to the AI-generated Seinfeld. You can go to the AI. 319 viewers right now. Okay. Yeah, we'll rate them. Rate them. That's a lot more than us. Rate them. All right. Well, there you go. You guys learned something. Everyone's got fast cars stuck in their head, yeah. which yeah, is not a good. bad song to have stuck no. in your head. No. And uh, hopefully we'll still be singing it in the morning. Are we done? Yeah. That's what you're saying. Good show, Tracy Chapman. Stay positive, kids. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.